yeah, but what do you say theory. to consumers We've who can't, it. literally can't afford uh, to pay even for some of the basics if they've gone up the way that cheese sandwich has with all its ingredients? Well, then you, uh, you don't do the cheese sandwich. Are you stupid or something? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pod Culture Vultures with me, Dino, and joined with me as always is my hetero life mate, Keverinosh. How's it hanging there, me old lovely? Very good, baby, very good. Ooh, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg in the house. Lovely, 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 jubbly. Now, just quickly, just before we carry on, I just <laughs> I'll show you this. Like, it's a bit of a um, tickle Kev's fancy, right? Now, when I was at this thing the other day, right? Was <laughs> this your toy fair thing? Yeah, but there's a, a couple there, right? And it just blew me away. I had to take a picture. Right now, I'm going to show you the picture, right? Okay. Now, it wasn't just me, but so obviously, husband and wife, they've both got the same hair. <laughs> It's mental. <laughs> same shade and everything, yeah. isn't it? Same little mullet. But he looks like a, someone out of the mafia. Do you re do you reckon hey, that hey. they had they had a hairdryer each? You know when couples do the thing with the champagne and they yeah. twist their arms around and they they toast. Do you reckon they did the same? Probably with the, with the little hair dryers. Yeah, blow dry each other. Oh, that's like it. something straight out of the A team, isn't it? That's like dynasty. But that's I just never seen it before. Not on a man Stop and a woman. Together. They both look like there's something from the, the, the mafia. He so blow dry, didn't yeah. it? I know you, you probably wouldn't know, but big the, Tony, big Tony, his hair looks blow dry, yeah. just like old Sergio Ramos for PSG at the moment. Old uh, big Tony Mafoni. A big Tony, big Tony, big Tony. So how you been there, me old sausage? Since oh. the last time we spoke five minutes ago. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Not really a lot has moved on since five minutes ago, but um. Nah, all good. All good, mate. All good. Settling into the old new job. Well, not the old new job, but the new job. Lovely. Yeah, very nice. That's good. Very nice. Again, Me too. I'm enjoying my job too. How's your well-being on that? I ask only because mine is just wonderful at the moment. What, what your well-being? Your well-being, yeah. Yeah, yeah so no, I, mean, I love it because the, 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 the premise, the thing is, I've been, as you know, in jobs where it's fucking horrible and they are absolute cunts to you yeah whereas this one they're kind of like i've been asking stuff and just to sort of make sure <coughs> i'm allowed to do this and that and it's like very much like you're trusted to do yeah. what you need to do yourself and you just do that and yeah. that is lovely because yeah. you get the work done you treat it like an adult that we're supposed to be exacto mundo but i mean like yours is quite local isn't it but mine is very local now, going from yeah. uh, commuting. I was like commuting like sometimes over a hundred miles a day, or you know, yeah. the, the longest on average. I think a, a commute between the two places I did work, um, one being slightly further away. I think one of them was probably about an hour, and the yeah. other one was about an hour and twenty, twenty or twenty-five minutes, averaging one way. But there were times where it was longer. One once was the, the furthest institution away it took me three hours to get to in the morning 
Yeah. And then it took me nearly two hours to come home, and you know you just completely shagged out by the end of the day. Whereas like now, it takes me eight, seven, eight minutes on my bike. It takes me like twenty minutes walk. That's good that you can go on your bike or have a little wander as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's that's that's really nice, and it's just you know you can stop off at a coffee shop and wherever you know pick up something away. So yeah, and that's good that your your well being is 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 just as. <coughs> I would yeah, say you're nice and perky as well. Yeah, well, as you know, I went through a bit of shit with that last one. Um, but yeah, but it's nice to be yeah, sort of like trusted, have that kind of autonomy, and just for me, just being a part of something which you know, a place where mm. they know where they want to go, and and they're actually going there, you know, and it's and and, and yeah, the people are trusted in in terms of what you do, nice. the systems you, yeah, yeah, it's. It's a much, it's a much more, um, positive, yeah, more positive experience. You know, the, the the culture is 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 great. The people are lovely, um, and yeah, I can actually sleep at night now. So that's good. You need that. You need all that, don't you? You, you, you need, need all that. You need all that, don't you? Yeah. I'm gonna ask you an opinion. Um, I'll probably leave it in, but I might have to cut it depending on how weird you think this is, right? I want your opinion on this, right? All right. Now. I don't know how to word it either. Are we changing subject now? It is a change of subject, but okay. sort of. What do you think of this? If I, if you saw someone, like, female, opposite sex of, of whatever orientation you're into, yeah, um, and you didn't really know how to approach them, you haven't ever seen them before, what do you think it would be like, say, for instance, if they, or I, said, like, if you fancy going out for a drink or whatever, give me a bow and then giving them a card with your number on. What, slap on the arse, fancy an Indian? But no, but the, <laughs> no, not that, not physical like that. Do you think that's still the same sort of same level? What you mean if you're out and about and you yeah. saw someone? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I suppose how it'd be deemed more old school now, wouldn't it? That's what I mean. But is it all right to do? Oh, I would. If you had a, if you had a, or would you just go out and say, oh, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it only takes a moment, doesn't it? I mean, in terms of that, yeah. that, that attraction, and it, it, it takes a moment, and, you know, both parties are aware of it, and I think yeah. it always takes one, at least, well, at least one of you to, to, to approach it, but I, yeah, absolutely, I think so. Um, whether you're in a, you're a bar, restaurant, I suppose, I suppose, what I, my, I suppose my opinion would be that, You'd have to. Your tactics would would be determined upon your environment. Yeah. So, for instance, you know, you're in a pub. You've had a few shandies. You're all warmed up. You've got your Dutch courage. Oh, Ajax. Um, yeah. That makes it a little bit more easier. And if you're, if you know, you're with friends and they're with friends, you know, that that scenario can be a bit more comforting. I think. If you were maybe in the post office, um, again, you know, it's not a challenge, but just, I think you just think about how the thing you is, approach it. But then, if I was in a if I was in a bar or anything, then I, what I mean is, if you're out shopping or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think like well, I don't you, mean you, slap you, her on the ass. No, no, no. You, you and I, we, we have a very we're <coughs> we're on point with our humour, mm. and I think. Humor is a great place. is is a is a great asset to utilize mm. in such a situation because you could be 
you could be down the cereal aisle, do you know what I mean? And you could, and if that situation arose, then you could wisecrack about cornflakes mm. or, I don't know, yeah. you know, a celebrity selling a, some Cocoa Pops. Well, my taste in your granola, that sort of stuff. <laughs> you could do it. You could do it. Think, right, no. So, no, no, no. But no, what I'm saying, yeah, you, you could. Yeah. You could. I think with that, you've just, for me, if I was to go for something like that, I would just have to have in my back of my mind, okay, it might not work. It might backfire. And if it backfires, yeah. you know, just like, you then got to think, how am I going to roll with that? You know, is he just going to brush it off? Yeah, what, fine, whatever, fuck it. Yeah. Or are you going to try again? You know, and it's... No, I think, I think if you get if you don't get it the first time, you can't, because then it's harassment, in it? I'm just worried that this day and age where I'll, you can't do anything, I might end up getting arrested. No, I, d- I don't just think just saying so. hello. No, I, you know, I, people are people. Um, I, I don't think we... I don't think we communicate and... and, and particularly socialise in, in ways that we used to. I think that's where kind of technology is yeah. kind of come, got in, got in the way, us. isn't it? Yeah. A, a little bit. Um, but I still think people, people <coughs> I mean, I like if I go to the shops, um, self-service checkouts are really handy. You know, you know, it's that they're, they're, they're usually faster unless yeah. you go to Tesco's and Fratton because if you want to buy some beer, you could be stood there waiting for about 20 minutes. Whilst, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's there all on there? Um, Facebooks and stuff or whatever. Um, but it's handy, you know. I mean, that's good because they they've even made that more of them. Yeah. So that's handy. I, I, as much as I love technology, I love the human interaction. Yeah. So I'm quite happy to go and um, wait a little bit longer, and to be served by a till uh, at a till point with a person. With a serving, person, yeah. Um, than the automated one. However, I always find it disappointing when. You try to have a bit of a rapport with the checkout operator and you don't receive it. There are some supermarkets and stores, I always get it. If I go around and get a Coke around Luke's, I always get it. Um, you know, and it's in some places you, you're guaranteed to, but I find it a little bit disappointing. Um, yeah, when I was in Tesco Fratton actually last week, I didn't really expect it and got a good report from the woman who's on the checkout, you know, yeah. um, wishes you a good, you know, rest of your day, good weekend and stuff. But there are times you think, I, I don't want to sound like, I come across like I'm being in, like, in, to, in a, self, in, um, a sense of entitlement, but I just think, I, I've queued up here. It'd be really not, I, I like to talk to people, I like to interact, I like to meet new friends, uh, people, new friends. Ooh. And you get there and you're just like, you feel like you're doing all the talking. You said hello, how are you doing? How's yeah. things going, you know? <coughs> and I like I am invested in people, but sometimes I just kind of think you didn't even ask me. No, you know, and I, and I get that sometimes even when I go to like my gym, you know, and I, I get yeah. with all the people there really well and really nice. But I do find that sometimes it's it could be five minutes later. I'm like, I'll just ask them how's their day, how's their week, how's their weekends, how's that going in their personal life, and nobody asked me about anything. No, I don't take it. I, I do take it to heart, but I don't I don't get um, emotionally compromised or no. angry about that. I, I I'm just a bit disappointed. Yeah. But kind of going back now, going back to your original question, I think it's it's absolutely all right to um, you know to interact with someone. And I, and I think we should. I think we should be encouraged more to do that. You know, like we've said before even with our children who are the same age you know like the, the, the age that they're in and yeah. you know they're they're getting into all this technology and stuff and you have to really 
balance that, you know, and you balance that, people, parents balance that differently to each other based on, you know, relationships that they have with their children, and there's no kind of, no right or wrong, actually I'm going to contradict myself, because I think there is a wrong if you, if they're always on the fucking devices, if they're yeah, constantly yeah, yeah. on the devices, there's something wrong there, because they are then learning that that's okay, and social interaction is then missing, so I think you would be absolutely fine. Um, and if I was a female and I, uh, and I uh, caught the attention of you, I would love the interaction. <laughs> no, no, because no, I, I, wo yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. would. You know, I love you and, and, I, and, and I, uh, you're, you're fantastic and your humour is amazing. And, and I, I, would, I would love to have been, I'd love to be yeah. on the receiving end of <laughs> yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, if anything, I, I, I say go, I would say go for it. Go, you know, absolutely. And it's, don't, Maybe. don't just rely, not to say that you are, but you know, some people just rely on, on like Tinder apps and things like that. Yeah, and it just doesn't, it, I just, yeah, I just think. But it makes, I, I think, because it, cause it could be, I mean, best case scenario could be that, it could be a really, it could be that, that, that magical moment where you are, you know, it's that whole rom-com thing, eyes me, there's an instant, like, <laughs> no, but instant connection, yeah, 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 but it's yeah. the most fucking awkward. awkward. Yeah. It, you know, uh, interaction that you've had, but yet years later, it's a story that you tell, you keep telling everyone, you yeah, know. Um, just the worst case scenario is goes to your head, doesn't it? You say something, she says, you know, get away from me, you fucking sex pest. I trip over, tear my cock off, and shit myself to death. <laughs> yeah, what a great story to tell <laughs> if, if it works out. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm in fucking dead. No, I, I think so because you don't I mean no. I can't you know what I can't now we're talking about this I can't remember the last time I was out and about and I would see someone hitting on another person because <laughs> when, when we used to go to the pubs and stuff like when we were at college and stuff you used to see it all the time it was usually all me. the time <laughs> yeah. yeah but no the, like you know the successes the rejections, the awkwardness. You'd you'd see, you'd look around in the pub, and you'd be seeing it literally from every angle. You don't see it too much. The best mm. one of that we ever saw was uh, what's his name, Charlie, wasn't it? When he went, <laughs> we were in that club, and you were talking to that girl, and he went up and sort of rubbed himself up and down that pillow. <laughs> oh yeah. I do the trick with his big, great big, quaffed out hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> Look like a bloody Phil Spector. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, I'd say go for it. Um, but yeah, just uh, run yourself up and down this, would you, love? <laughs> yeah, maybe not do that in Asda. No, I was talking about the guy that went <laughs> up and down the bloody, the bloody pillar. Yeah. Slut dropped on a pillar. Yeah, <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyway. Hey, I feel as if I say, oh, I did watch. <laughs> Get back to the movies. <laughs> back to the movies, yeah. It's uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie, which is on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I never... I've only ever watched, like, snippets of the actual show. It, was, it, was that not... Does the film... Was that the one that had, like, Keanu Reeves in it? Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was that one. And it's got Matthew McConaughey, which I think's... Has it got the one with Brad... <coughs> one no. with Brad Pitt where he spits the chewing gum at him? No, that's a, that's one of the TV shows. But the TV film show. is, uh, it's got Will Ferrell in it and 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 
Paul Rudd injury. But the thing is, how it, does it work as a film then? Oh, it's it's a bit. It's, well, it doesn't really work. Not really. It's just basically. It's supposed to be because it's Will Ferrell's internet TV channel that the show's on. What really? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Funny or Die, and then. Oh, does he own that? I think so. Yeah. He owns a football team as well. I was, I was told the other day. Really? Yeah, I think the, the other Los Angeles one. <laughs> Don't know why. He's got his fingers as many little pies. Got his fingers in a couple of fucking pies, but. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, it's one of those films, it's not that great, but it's got the outtakes at the end. I always find when a film's not that great, they put outtakes at the end, the but it's a film that. like that. Yeah, it's yeah. worth watching just for the outtakes. It's a little bit like um, one one film we should do for next year is A Cannibal Run. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't mean it's the same, but The Cannibal Run is a brilliant it's film, film yeah. but it also has the, the outtakes at the end, which make it even better. Yeah. Because they're fantastic. <coughs> what's his name he does it like he's pissing himself laughing it's Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise isn't Dom it? DeLuise yeah because <laughs> it's Burt Reynolds who just can't control himself is it because I think there's a isn't there one where uh, Dom DeLuise just kind of starts like he, he starts giggling yeah and it's, he's almost about to go into an uncontrollable laugh and Burt Reynolds is already there he just can't he can't stop <laughs> or Roger Moore turns up doesn't he Oh, Roger Moore. Yeah, have you seen these? Somebody chuckle. The, there's a Trump digital um, trading cards. Digital ones? Yeah, so that you do. You've got to get an app or something, have you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a more realistic one of him playing golf. <laughs> Are they real? Trump Town. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. Yeah, they are real. There were some funny ones I saw on here the other day. But, um, yeah, mental. Round, it's going to be round two, isn't it? Because they've both, well, they've both announced now, haven't they, that they're going to be running again. No, it's just mental, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I wouldn't want to fucking be anywhere near America. Hardly a choice, is it? In that uh, case, sort of reanimated corpse of... Uh, Someone. The cards were a good shout, though. They are. The cards were a good shout. <laughs> have to look at them. <clears throat> now, what shall we talk about? Bohemian Rhapsody. Da -da 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 -da. We're giving it a go. We're, we've had a watch. I mean, obviously. This is fucking great. A great biopic in how biopics should be made. And I think, I said to you before, I think it's it's up there with uh, Oliver Stone's uh, Doors. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And interestingly, how great it is considering, like, the turbulent production that it had. Yeah. Because in the end, they had to... Was it they fired Brian Singer? They fired him, or they... I can't remember he left whatever the reason like he didn't finish the film did he and then old Dexter Fletcher stepped in to finish it because he was making Rocket Man at the time yeah and um, but despite all that it's Dexter Fletcher Dexter Fletcher it's brilliant it is good I know that um, uh, Brian May and uh, Roger Taylor had quite a lot of input which obviously they would have um, but originally I think they were going to have Sasha Baron Cohen. 
Yeah, yeah. Years before they actually decided to go with it, I think I think they've been tr- they had been trying to do this for quite a long time, yeah. and he was front runner, or he was even cast at one point. But then they decided he'd be too comical. He yeah. could come across as being too comical, and I think even the guy from Phone Jacker, he he was really considered. I think it would have been interesting with Sasha Baron Cohen. I reckon, I reckon he could have done more of a serious side, but. Yeah. Ultimately, they went with the best choice, which at the time was, I felt it was a bit like another Heath Ledger. Because yeah. once they announced it was Rami Malek, you're like, really? Yeah, it was you, like, you, don't, you don't see the resemblance when you, when you say who it is, because yeah. obviously the only time I'd seen him is... And he's got I, a very distinctive American accent. Yeah. He's got a really cool, like distinctive American accent. That's right. And the only thing I'd seen him in is iRobot. Oh, he was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah. The, um thingy. What was the uh, Mr. Robot? Is that what you meant? No, not. That's what I meant. Mr. Sorry, Robot. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Robot. Mr. Robot. Not yeah. fucking I, Robot. <laughs> Will Smith. Will fucking... <laughs> Will, let me give you a slap, Smith. <laughs> Slappy Smith. <laughs> Slappity, slappity, chop, chop, chop. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I just think... Also, when you're watching the film, you, com- you completely feel that it's him mm. you know what I mean that he's playing Freddie and he did it so well he did really good but they all did because all of them like, they you all know, did but you've I got think... the kid from Jurassic Park playing I was John Deacon say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and um, I can't remember that who the chap who's who's playing uh, Brian May what's his name I um, oh Gwilym Lee yeah. who looks spot on he looks just like him yeah um the only thing being that, like, the geezer clearly in his 30s, and at the beginning, they're supposed to be like <laughs> 17 Ten. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then you have Ben Hardy playing old um, Roger Taylor, didn't you? But all of them, I thought. Yeah. He was in EastEnders. He was. Yeah. And I think the reason he was in this is because he went from EastEnders and then he was in an X Men movie. He was, yeah. Which was Brian Singer cast him, wasn't he? he but was... he, did, he did look good at him in the, in the wig, in the old syrup. I always think it is funny though because they did always take the piss out of him about that fucking song I'm in love with my, my car, car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that is on the album. it's awful yeah, I'm touching my grease stick or something <laughs> yeah. what are you actually <laughs> doing with this car, car. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah the, Freddie's good because he, he obviously did work at the uh, the airport as a baggage handler and that, that's quite interesting some bits I didn't know and like how shy he was like a lot of singers are quite shy, mm. um, and I really hate that they're out of order to him at first. About his his what the band when he meets them when he, when meets he goes them. to see them because they're they're a smile at the time aren't they he goes to see yeah. smile perform and then they're their lead singer leaves doesn't he because yeah. it's lead singer and bass player isn't it yeah but who he leaves for another band doesn't he oh, I can't remember what it it's is it's got a really funny name and even like Brian May's like really yeah so I've got I've got to give it my chance and and. By by luck, you know, Freddie Mercury walks along, yeah, and then sort of says, you know, oh, I really admire you. I, I, I've been following you. Mm. You need a you need a singer. Maybe I could be your singer. And Brian May just kind of just kind of like laughs a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah. But it's Roger Taylor who's the nasty one. He turns yeah. around, look with those teeth, mate. And yeah. then I, I love it because then he just starts singing the song, doesn't he? Yeah. Much better than their previous singer. Yeah. And then they even join in, don't they? Yeah. Roger Taylor's like. 
Oh. <laughs> You've proved me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, right, well, I'll, uh, I'll consider your offer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just walks yeah. away. And then they said, do you play bass at all? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, with this film, because obviously it, it, it charts the whole beginning and rise of Queen and, and also Freddie's personal life and his relationship yeah. with, with Mary Austin who's played brilliantly by older, what's her name, Lucy Boynton, mm. who is, they're, they're still a couple in real life, aren't they? Um, but it's, the, it's so sad. It's so sad that he wanted to be able to love her in that way. In that way, but he couldn't, could he? No. You know, he, he, he was, you know, he, he you know, was who he was. Yeah. Um, but I think what I really like about the film is, it's, it is a perfect movie. It's got everything you want. It's, it's got, it's got, fantastic soundtrack it's got drama it's got romance it's got tragedy mm. it's got the whole thing uh, the whole package and they don't waste any time so no. once once he kind of sort of says I'll, I'll accept your offer next thing cuts to he's now the lead singer yeah. they're playing in the student union um, and they've got John Deacon on base they've got John Deacon on place but they've um, they've already practiced they've already written a couple of like classic songs yeah you know but what I like about that scene as well is that it shows when he goes up on stage, he's changed the words to some of their old songs. Yeah. And uh, Brian May sort of copping the needle a little bit, seeing the proper words. That's it, yeah. But he's loving it. And you he's see how he's, he's got the broken microphone stand. Yeah. and But it, it just, with, with the yeah, with that, you know, it's just, it's not um, it's not just wasting time. Because I think it's, what, a couple of hours. But yeah. he's he's suddenly in the band they've already written a couple of songs. You don't really need to see them working out some of those songs they performed because you're going to see them work out some of the, the really big ones later. Yeah. And it's almost like they are like an overnight success, aren't they? And they just go straight into that. It to, to be so fair. It's not a film that sort of builds up on that and at the end it finishes with them being... it With Queen, they, um, I mean, because they show it in there that obviously they were still called Smile and then he comes up with saying they want to be called Queen, and he's mm. done that, the drawing and the everything, logo, yeah. the logo and everything, which is amazing. Um, but they did struggle, because they had to finance their first album themselves mm. to get that out, and it was a few years before they started breaking, but they are probably the, the first and probably one of the best stadium rock bands mm. yeah. that, that came out of, uh, of, of that time. And Freddie was just so, it's so, like, he's got an operatic voice, but in rock, he can go all these different places, which is, it works, it just works. So the order was it he was born with extra, extra, extra two extra molars or something, something, like, something yeah, like yeah. that, and he wouldn't ever get it, he could have had it surgery, yeah. but he was worried that it would change and mm. stop him from singing how he did, so that's why he never got rid of it. That's what they say, isn't it? Like they're the, um, they're like four misfits that shouldn't be together. Yeah. But they are, you know. And most bands that are like that are the ones that are really good. But then if you look, when Freddie did his solo stuff, I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. It's crap. Really. Yeah. So without Queen, the rest of the band, it doesn't work, does it? No, because he even says, doesn't he? Like, um, yeah. you know, I had all these people around me. And they would all do what I wanted when I wanted. Yeah. They wouldn't say no. Whereas I didn't have the kickback from you, the looks from you, yeah. the rewrites from you, and yeah. that's what made them queen, wasn't it? Yeah. They were all like um, 
creatively critical of each other's like segment of the band, but it was a collective at the same time. That's they were pushing each other further, weren't they? That's what makes a band, though, doesn't it? It's yeah. not a bunch of yes men, or else you just get a load of shit that you think's good. X Factor shit. <laughs> Do <laughs> what you're told. told. Do what you're fucking told. But um, yeah, I do like that. Obviously, when he actually he obviously shuns the band a little bit, and then they get they get back together because he has to kind of apologise, doesn't he? They ask him to leave. Yeah, why did you do that, Brian? <laughs> Just because I could. <laughs> <laughs> but this see, this is another thing. But I did forget to mention of all the, all of the things, all of the elements and themes that it does have. It has humour, and the humour in this film Beauty, yeah. is just fantastic. It's not over the top. It's just subtle little ones like that, but ones you can really like relate to. Yeah, and that, that's like the truth <laughs> on a lot of bands, isn't it? It's that when he goes, he goes. Roger goes to see um, Freddie, and he's just bought that five-bedroom big bastard house. Yeah, and it's got a room for all these cats. That you start off and you see. Um, it's a very sort of subjective shot of Freddie Mercury from behind and he's looking at the famous, I can't remember her name, um, is it the, the actress? Where the photo is, the famous photo that they replicate is Queen for Bohemian Rhapsody. And you see her photo in many different scenes in many different places. Right. And he says, he says to Roger, turns around and he, now he's got short hair. He's, he's got, he got rid of the wig. He's got short hair Mustache, yeah. and he's wearing t-shirt with jeans. He's not he's flamboyant. Yeah. He's not a, an angry, angry lizard anymore, <laughs> which is another great one. And he says, "So what do you think?" And what's Italian? He goes, "Gaya." <laughs> yeah. He goes, "No, no, 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 <laughs> not this. <laughs> I've found the house." <laughs> but it's that little humour, yeah. yeah. And when he does, he come when they they get signed by old um, Aidan Gillen um, from what Game of Thrones. And uh, he walks out, and he's got this yes, leather jacket on that looks like a reptile. He walks past like three skinheads that call him a wanker or something like that. And, and by this point, he's like really flamboyant. He doesn't yeah. care, and he's really confident. And they say, "Ready? What are you wearing?" And Roger looks up and goes, "You look like uh, an angry lizard." lizard. <laughs> is that when they're meeting outside? When it is when they're meeting outside. outside yeah. yeah, but it's you know, and they've got really good sort of like banter between them. Um, when they're recording in the cottage and they're talking about their, um, what's the car song again? Me and my, me and my car? It's I'm in love with my I'm car. I'm in love with my car. And he, Freddie turns around and says, look, you know, stop arguing. There's only room enough in this uh, band for one queen. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start, he starts throwing all that shit at Brian, doesn't he? Yeah. And he goes to pick up the coffee machine. No, not the coffee machine. Yeah. <laughs> he starts flinging sandwiches at him or something. <laughs> not the coffee machine. Which is great. I've got a funny feeling, sorry, just quickly, I've got a funny, I'll have to check this, but that farm that they're on, yeah. I don't mean like the actual farm, but the fil- the farm they've used in the film yeah. really looks like the farm from Children of Men. Oh, seen, I don't know. You've not seen that one with no. Clive Owen? I don't, it just really reminds me of it. I'm wondering if it is, because that that farm is, and the recording studio has had lots of famous bands play in there. Oh, really? Yeah, um, recording there. Um, it's like uh, when I think Hawkwind did that and Lemmy hid went there a couple of days before and hid his stash there oh, did and uh, when the rest of Hawkwind turned out I said well, where's he hidden his stash <laughs> <laughs> and um, also Oasis did one of their albums there and um, caused obviously a lot of havoc mm. and I think the Stone Roses did as well 
Lots of yeah, just lots of bands and and then he obviously he wrote Bohemian Rhapsody when when they were there. But I also think what was quite funny it's a bit che- cheesy, but obviously you've got um uh the bit when they're trying to say that Bohemian Rhapsody is going to be the single of Mike Myers and it's Mike Myers. <laughs> he goes, I just can't see anyone headbanging to this. In the car. <laughs> <laughs> so, Six bloody minutes. <laughs> he fucking loves a break from his window. It's a load of gibberish. <laughs> Galileo, six bloody minutes. <laughs> I'm not going to play it. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, because he posted a bit for the window. <laughs> Wanker. <laughs> yeah. well, the man's going to be known to have let Queen go. That's it, yeah. But talking of Mike Myers, just quickly though, I just watched that clip of uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer when. It's his dad in the living room talking to the fucking kid who's in front of the telly. Would you look at the size of that boy's head? He trousers. No. No. Looks like an orange on a toothpick. He's going to cry himself to sleep on his huge Huge pillow. pillow. (laughs) Oh, that was a bit offside. (laughs) Head, move. (laughs) I love him. I love the opening bit because it's very much like police squad, isn't it? Because it's going mm. around the room with the coffee and you're not sure how big it is and it gives it to him. It's massive. And he goes, I ordered large cappuccino. Hello! Heed. Trousers. Heed. Move. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, Bohemian Rhapsody is really, really very good. I like the fact of how they did the um, uh, live aid because they pretty much did re-shot the the entire set. I think the only thing that wasn't in it was the crazy little thing called Love, which they did, and Freddie was on guitar. Mm. But it's on on the outtakes. So they did record it. Yeah. And it really did look... It really did look exactly like it. Yeah, he had all the... They all had all the mannerisms down. I mean, even, like, the way he... The the kid from Jurassic Park... He's not a kid anymore, is he? Um, Playing... You know, the way he was moving, as John Deacon playing the the bass. They all had, like, their movements and stuff down perfectly. It was interesting how they... That was the first thing that they shot, wasn't it? That Brian Singer wanted to baptise them into the roles. So the Live Aid thing was the first thing they shot. Um, and it teases it at the beginning and then it picks it up at the end and that's the whole crescendo yeah. of the film, isn't it? It's like the, the, the set piece of that and how how they came so close to not being involved in it. Mm, yeah. You know? Because they weren't they weren't talking, were they? Right. At that time. And I know obviously at that time Geldof was getting a lot of people together. I mean, even at that time Paul McCartney wasn't doing anything mm. and he, he had to go and he went to his house and basically begged him to do it, mm. which is why he'd done it. But, um, yeah, that's amazing. It's like, even when they've the shot of him walking up the steps, it's like, oh, fucking hell. It looks just like the way he's, like, rolling his arms yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's on Peter Kayla when they do this. <laughs> he just he's the bingo caller. <laughs> <laughs> watch us wreck the bike, watch us wreck the bike, watch us wreck the bike. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but um, no, uh, what was I saying? It's yeah. one of those films where your foot's tapping pretty much. Oh yeah, the whole way through the film. Well, even when they do the "We Will Rock You," boom, boom. Yeah, you, 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 before you know it, your feet yeah. are doing it as well, aren't you? You're, you're, you're joining in. 
This is funny how Freddie was always late and all that. Right. Yeah, then at the end, they're like, you know, where are they? They're late. <laughs> and then they get in the way outside. Was <laughs> that guy who's sort of like their lawyer? Stroke. Tom Hollander. Yeah, he's, he was good. He's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Brilliant. Not the first one. He's in like I think the second one and the third one. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He's really good. Miami. Miami. They yeah, nicknamed him Miami. Miami. I dubbed the <laughs> Miami because <laughs> it's something. Is it something beach? His name's something Beach. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, Miami. I'm sure it is. Um, the voices are all really good. Oh, and just one more thing I was going to say about the farm is when they turn up and they're choosing the room, and I fucking thought that is typical. They put John Deacon, the bass player, right down in the basement because <laughs> no one gives a fuck about bass players. <laughs> Jim Beach. That's it. They called him Miami. Yeah. Jim Beach. D I Jim Beach. But that. Yeah, yeah, and then they, yeah, this is, you've got this, this is your, your room, Freddie, the large one. He's a snake as well, isn't he? The guy, um... Or the one who befriends him. The one who befriends him, because he fancies him, but he's, Freddie's not interested, is he? No. Um, the guy, is it the guy who plays, I can't remember, he's, he's Irish, isn't he? Yeah. He's, is it him? You sure it's him? I don't know. But he, um... I'm struggling to remember his name now. Yeah, but obviously he he gets gets him, and then as soon as it oh goes, no, it's this one, Paul. Is it? Is he's the one when it goes wrong? Yeah, he's the he's the Irish lad, isn't he? It goes wrong, and he goes straight on to the press to tell everyone that he's. Uh, yeah, he's 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 keeping him fueled with like various drugs, drugs and alcohol, oh, yeah. isn't he? He's and he's basically rinsing them. That's why they come so close to not doing live aid because. They've all been contact, trying to contact Freddie, haven't they? To say that you need to come back, you need to be a part of this. Yeah. But it's Paul who keeps answering the phone, doesn't yes, pass the, right. the message yeah. on, and then eventually he finds out, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, or what's her name? Because she Mary goes. To, she to goes him. to Berlin, doesn't she? Yeah. And then convinces him, and then yeah, when he sort of says like, "I'm done with you now," the first thing that Paul does is he goes on, because he says, "Oh, I've got all these photos and stuff, I've yeah. got all these stories." Um, and he goes on and just sells all that. But by that point, Freddie don't give a fuck. No. You know, he's got his family back, and 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 he's also just before they did Live Aid, he he finally finds um, his other love of his life, does he? Old Jim Hutton, because yeah. he meets him at a party. He's a waiter at his, his party. Yeah. yeah, and he gets a... And he's he, he I think he's like the is he like the first guy he comes across who's just kind of like, well, hang on a minute. Yeah, you know, I do like you. You know. But, you yeah. don't get to just sort of like have your dilly well, way with me. Because he kind of does this thing like, oh, let you both start smacking. He smacks his ass, doesn't, doesn't he? Yeah. And he turns around and, and, and towels him off, basically, doesn't he? He almost shits himself, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah and he's like, oh, sorry. but then that's, because that's not him, is it? It's not Freddie doing the bum slap. It's him, he's more sensitive than that. Yeah. And, and then, again, with the humour, you know, he tries to find yeah. Jim Hutton, but in those days, you only had the phone, phone book. book. Yeah. And there's a felt. 30 Jim Hutton. And they go around to everyone. <laughs> everyone, everyone, yeah. So, And the whole thing with his dad and all that, that's quite sad. Oh, do you know that? Yeah, that breaks me. Like that. Yeah. Tears. Anything kind of father and son, yeah. like that always gets me. And uh, yeah, because literally from the get-go, doesn't he? He's not, he's not approving of him. No. And then he does by the end. He sees like the impact he's had on the world. And on people, and what he's doing, but, and what he's doing but yeah, that live aid thing—it did. They hit a million, didn't they? Soon when they went on, when yeah, they on that was that. it. Yeah, 
you know, thankfully. And that's it, you know, th- that they came so close to not being a part of it and will go down in, you know, in, in the books as that's probably the best live performance mm-hmm. of all time. Wonderful. 20 minutes as well. Which is why they... Um they went back the year after and did their own mm. show, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fant- fantastic film. Incredible performance. Well recommended. Yeah. And the, uh, he won the old Best Actor Academy Award for that, didn't he? That year? He did. Yeah. Very well deserved. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So we better... We could talk about this all day. It's such a bloody good film. And after that... Right again was me. Anyway, just to um, the, I was having a look around the old internet, and uh, I found this story. Make of it what you will. <laughs> I'll give you the uh, headline. No one wanted dog, as it's a registered sex offender. <laughs> what? Exactly. What? Huh? Yeah, that's an American thing as well. I was well. going to say, is that an American? Yeah, I imagine it probably. Did another person's dog without asking or something, but it's just madness. Absolutely, yeah, they do madness. that. Have you ever seen a dog try to bet with another dog, but beforehand sort of stop up there and just like graph it? Like, yeah, and then like, like we were just talking about it. Oh, my sweetheart, what's it gonna take? And like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it just yeah. does it though, doesn't it? Like, yeah, just get on there and just mount it straight in there. Whoa, 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 <laughs> or even pigeons. You see, pigeons. Do you mean they see a pigeon? Doing it like the pigeons. No, you see, you see a pigeon in the branch, don't you? And then yeah. suddenly the old male sort of just like. Drops down. his cock and balls down. That's it, that's it, yeah, just literally like descends. What's the only bird that's actually got a penis? Do you know? The only bird he's got a penis. The that only... one out of the Hangover Two. No, I don't mean a bird. I mean a but like a real, a, bird. a real flapping a f- bird, a, f- a winged bird. I don't know, mate. What is it? A swan. A swan. Yeah. Really? Weird, isn't it? What? It's not an extra nubbin, is it? No, it's got a cock. Actually, got. A what, cock. hermaphrodite? Like, no, it's got a cock. That's no, the male. It's got both got, of them. No, it's got a cock. <laughs> it's a boat then, isn't it? How's that work? It's a female, but with... What? Are you under the impression that swans are just female? No, 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 no. But you're saying that the, the female one's got a... No, 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 a bird. Out of all the birds, right, they've oh, got wings. Oh, right, okay, right all, of them, all of them have got a thing called a cloaca, I right? They do. Which is a thing that... They get stuff into it, makes the egg or whatever. Oh, okay. But the only bird that has got an actual protrusion, uh, right, an actual okay. willy, is a swan. A but I would have thought it had been an ostrich or something like that. <coughs> Speaking of willies, there's just something in uh, America again, probably. These people kidnapped this person and removed his penis and nipples. Because he'd been filming castrations and and filming and broadcasting them. Fucking too right. Mental. Absolutely mental, isn't it? It's like something out of a revenge movie, isn't it? Saw. (laughs) (laughs) Who was I watching the other day? Watched something and they um they came they come across Oh no, it was it was that um that Wrath of Man with Jason Statham, the Guy Ritchie movie talking about. There's that bit where, because he's he's trying to get the information of like who did the deed, and 
they go into that. It's like almost like a snuff kind of warehouse, isn't it? Yeah. And you've got because they even say like how how old are these girls? And one of his the henchmen says like not old enough. And you know these these other men have been doing things which they shouldn't be doing. And Statham executes all, all of them. them. You think? Yeah. Fucking too right. Absolutely. Job done. My only criticism is. They always put them out of their misery too, too quickly. quickly. Yeah, it's just like bang, bang. You know, the, these <coughs> these victims have suffered like so much for so long. Yeah, you know, it's just that would be my argument about death penalty and stuff like that. It's not enough. There is a film. It's a Korean film called um, "I Saw the Devil," and it's it's a phenomenal movie, and it's. I haven't seen it for a while, so I'm, I could be getting the premise wrong, but I'm sure it is a father. Can't remember what he does for a living. He might be a copper. A father avenges, I think, his daughter's death, or or, or she's been raped, mm-hmm. and he finds perpetrator. That's the right word, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And what he does is he he takes revenge. Yeah. But what he does, what he doesn't do, is he doesn't put him out of his misery straight away, out of uh. just anger or upset. What he does is he tortures him in a prolonged um, uh, time. Yeah. So, so basically what he does, he, he finds him, catches up with him, tortures him, lets him go. Yeah. I can't remember if he tells him he's going to find him again, but what he does is he finds him again later tortures him in a different way yeah. so the whole thing being that he's he, always looking over his shoulder yeah yeah so basically you know you've wronged my daughter and yeah. in, in, you know you've done this and it's you know it's, it's, it's going to be with him or her forever it's going to be like psychologically scarred he doesn't want to put him out of his misery straight away no. he's going to torture him and I always thought that was just <coughs> <coughs> that's a bit like um, a bit lighter but I mean that's 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 probably as dark as you're going to get oh yeah so but a bit like in, in How I Met Your Mother, I remember the thing of the... Um, Neil Patrick Harris has got this thing where he's got three slaps yeah. to give... Um, is it Jason... Siegel? Siegel, yeah. yeah. And it's like, you're not going to know when, as and when, it could just be any random. Oh, okay. And throughout the rest of the season, so everything's <laughs> 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 <Fixing it. laughs> <laughs> Where can they find us, Kev? I want you to tell all your friends about me. Uh, it's time to find us, and they can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Any emails, questions, um, or if you just want to get in touch, podculturevultures at gmail.com. Lovely, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. And until next time, people, catch you on the flippity flop. Goodly bye, love. Is that it? Did you do anything else? No, there's no more. Right then, we'll fuck off. Tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel like high, high, high. Then the world turning inside out and floating around in ecstasy. This is great banter. It really is.